Hi, this is Jody with Managed by Magic. And today we're going to talk about working the group as a facilitator. Something that many people don't understand is that facilitation is similar to learning the charisma and comedy skill in the game, The Sims. You must learn how to work with people, read a room, control your own body language, and discover yourself step by step. Working in a group can often lead to disagreements and misunderstandings. However, when it comes to facilitation, working the room is trying to get everyone to work together and have effective conversations using healthy communication skills. If you aren't a natural room worker, here are a few tips for effectively working a room and at least feeling somewhat natural as you're learning. You need to engage individually. So the first thing you do is you introduce yourself to the group. It helps get everyone a general idea of who you are and makes you seem less intimidating. After that is where the finesse of working a group comes into play. It is important to watch your students to learn their habits, how they act, and how they are interacting with one another. One trick is to try and remember one key fact about each of your students. This shows that you are paying attention and that your focus really is on developing each of them in your skilled sweet spot. Remembering that our students are individuals will require us to make personalized and lasting connections. Names are important and respect pronouns. Something that is often forgotten is how important a name can be to someone. In these days where people can have dead names or very specific familiar history with their name, we have to remember to be respectful of a person's name. Another thing that can be challenging for some is addressing the proper use of pronouns. One of the ways you can break the pronoun barrier is to include your preferred pronouns whenever possible. This shows your compassion for diversity while having a supportive learning environment for students of all pronoun preferences. Creating a community and mingling. This is another great way to work the group and be openly demonstrate creating community with our students. How? Well, it's a lot easier than you think. Watch and listen to what your students are connecting over. Can you incorporate that thing into an icebreaker or a strategy? This really motivates people to create valuable connections in and out of the classroom. Another way to encourage your students to mingle is to work with breakout rooms. These rooms let people's personalities come through and encourage people to get to know one another. One of the best ways to manage breakout rooms is to pop in every now and then to check in and always be prepared to be the one to even up any groups. We also need to discuss disagreements openly. Without conflict or failure, there is no growth. Disagreements are always possible and conflict is far more common than you think. Every day we experience internal conflict when we have to make specific decisions. The same is true with any group. This is where the mediation part of facilitation can really come into play. When there are disagreements within the group, there is a specific stance you have to take impartial treatment. This can be hard because there are always going to be those students that you attach to and that's okay. But as a mediator, you have to look at both sides of a disagreement as objectively as possible. This lets you see the issues that can't be seen when irritations flare high. Once you spot the core of the issue, point it out and direct the disagreeing parties to come to a compromise when and where possible. You also will need to guide the conversation. Facilitation allows for you to guide these conversations. This means that you need to be listening to all that is going on around you when in a live group 
However, when you're online, that's going to be a completely different story. When students go off topic, it's very important to balance getting to know the people in the class while also getting everyone back on track. One great way to guide a conversation is to have discussion questions ready. These are going to be one of the best and easiest ways to get people talking about a topic. Plus, if you include different types of critical thinking, or active questions, then you're going to have conversations that really dig into the information that you're covering. You also need to come to a unified conclusion. This is the most important point about working the group as a facilitator, the definition of the skill, coming to an agreed upon solution. When you work in a group, it's a lot of guiding people to come to agreements over things that at first they disagreed on. It could also mean blending everyone's thoughts in a way that the others can't see. When you're working with the group and trying to facilitate conversations, it's incredibly important to remember that not everyone is going to participate easily or well. So be patient with yourself and with those in the group and review these tips before you go on to your next class discussion. They just might help. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us today. Subscribe to stay updated as we will be back each week with more tricks, tips, insights, and overall motivation that will help you create management magic.